You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome back once again to the Give Your Life Away podcast. When I became a believer, I was encouraged to read good Christian books. I grew up in a church environment that um, was not the healthiest, was not the most accurate, biblically speaking. I wasn't a believer at that time, um, but the Word of Christ wasn't prized. The Gospel wasn't prized. Uh, it was largely a show, um, and and the focus was on a lot of things other than the glory of Christ and the preaching of the Gospel and the sanctification of the believer. So when I became a Christian, God graciously put me into a local church that prized the scriptures, that prized sound doctrine and and right living. Now, I wasn't the one who gets credit for that. He simply did that. I had no clue what a healthy church was compared to an unhealthy church. But one of the things that I quickly learned as a new believer in a healthy church was that there can be great help uh, to be had in reading Christian books not even Christian books that were written in the last two years, but Christian books that maybe were written centuries before. And so I was exhorted to read good Christian books by the new leaders that were in my life and the people who were discipling me. So this is something that is near and dear to my heart, because really at the heart of reading Christian books is is a learning, is is a teachability, is a, a heart cry for the Lord to teach you something that other people have learned. And so reading Christian books is a way to benefit from people, from Christians who have been given by God for the universal church. God the Holy Spirit has not always convinced people of the same truths at the same time in the same ways. Just think about you and a close Christian friend. You didn't come to certain truths about him at the same time. You may have embraced a certain doctrine that was taught in Scripture early on as a Christian, and maybe your friend embraced it maybe years into their Christian life. Or maybe in the battle against sin, you were given some insights that were really helpful to you so that you could overcome that sin in a sense relatively quickly, whereas someone in your church or in your family might be struggling with that sin even while being in Christ for a couple decades. So the Holy Spirit doesn't always work at the same time in the same way uh, in people. So books, Christian books written by Christians and dwelt by the Spirit have really been a help to people who are on their journey, who are on the journey of growing in holiness in Jesus Christ. And so Christian books have been a great help to to many people throughout the history of the church. It's helpful to see what other men and women of God have learned in their lives that can then be embraced by us. So God has done fascinating things in Christian marriages. He's done fascinating things in churches and in the world. And books, Christian books, present us with the stories and lessons to be learned from those situations. So today I want to briefly recommend three books that have been uniquely instrumental in my Christian life as I think about the topic of holiness. These are maybe three of the top books that I've read on the area of holiness, growing in holiness. And I hope that maybe if you uh, look at one of these books or all three of them, that you'll be helped in the same ways. First, J.C. Ryle's book, Holiness. It's called Holiness. And again, the author is J.C. Ryle. He's a, 
Uh, he was an Anglican pastor in the, thir- in the 1800s. And this is a classic work in Christian history, and it's one of the first books I read as a new believer. I've since read this book a few other times, gone back to it, read the highlights that I highlighted back then years ago. There are a lot of chapters addressing a number of foundational topics in the Christian life in this book, Holiness. And some of the statements that I've highlighted in my copy have been statements that really shaped me as a young believer. I can go back and remember even where I was when I read those statements and, and who I shared those statements with. They, were, they had such an impact in my young Christian life. Let me read for you just one quote that comes from this book. Ryle says this, He who supposes that Jesus Christ only lived and died and rose again in order to provide justification and forgiveness of sins for his people has yet much to learn. Whether he knows it or not, he is dishonoring our blessed Lord and making him only a half-savior. The Lord Jesus has undertaken everything that his people's soul require, not only to deliver them from the guilt of their sins by his atoning death, but from the dominion of their sins by placing in their hearts the Holy Spirit, not only to justify them, but also to sanctify them. This was a huge statement for me as a young Christian. I grew up, like I said, in a Christian environment that was not the most healthy. I grew up in a Christian environment, while not being a Christian myself, where there tended to be the idea that God saved us, and now the main work is done. We'll kind of wait around for heaven and kind of just be good people in the meantime. It was as if the scriptures didn't really speak a lot to that in-between state where we became Christians, and then now we just kind of wait for heaven. There wasn't a lot about the Christian life. Well, that's not true. The New Testament is full of exhortations for the Christian as they mature and grow in Christ. So I needed these words of Ryle. I needed them at that stage in my life because of what I had experienced. So that was a book that—that's just one quote of many from a book that was really instrumental in my early years as a Christian. A second book that's been instrumental to my growth in holiness is by Jerry Bridges. Jerry Bridges, The Discipline of Grace. So Bridges wrote this book in order to challenge two main errors when it comes to the pursuit of holiness. The first error is that holiness is solely based on us. This type of holiness is kind of says, thank you for salvation, Lord, but but I've got it from here. It's kind of the grit your teeth, I'm going to do this, I'm going to make myself more holy. It's it's really a holiness that really leaves the Lord and his resources out. The second error that Bridges addresses is the one that says, well, holiness really doesn't matter. We're saved after all, so why do we need to talk about killing sin and putting off sin? We're fine. Bridges shows us that engaging in the spiritual disciplines are essential and should be done by understanding the grace of our God. Listen to this quote from Bridges. It's a famous one from him, and it's found in this book. Your worst days are never so bad that you are beyond the reach of God's grace. And your best days are never so good that you are beyond the need of God's grace. This is really helpful to me because, like you, I've been discouraged by my life before the Lord, even as a Christian. There are days when it's like, Lord, I've let you down. I've failed you. I've not responded to your salvation the way I should, but I'm never out of the reach of God's grace. I need to hear that. But then there are other times when I feel like I'm, I'm just killing it. I mean, this Christian life has grown, grown great. 
I mean, things are great in this area, that area. Uh, but Bridges writes to say that you're never beyond the need of God's grace. So understanding God's grace as it relates to Christian disciplines is, is huge. Understanding the need to pursue holiness and the need to rest in God's grace is absolutely critical to the person who wants to grow and who wants to please Jesus. Bridges showed me the Scripture's clarity on how discipline and grace work together. Finally, Joseph Carroll's book, How to Worship Jesus Christ. That's been a book that I've gone to, again, similar to Ryle's Holiness, I've gone to a number of times in my life. The reason I've gone to this a number of times, this book a number of times, is because I can be like Martha in the Gospel of Luke. I can be doing a lot of Christian things all while failing to sit at the feet of Jesus. I can do a lot of Christian things without a heart of worship. Like many believers, I can engage in in Christian activity, witnessing, encouraging people in Christ, or whatever it may be, all while my heart is not warm toward the Lord. So Carol's book has been refreshing to me. It's a small book, a little white book that you can read rather quickly. And I want you to consider uh, one quote from that book. He's referring to the Apostle Paul, and he says this, Christ was his goal, to win Christ, to know Christ, to love Christ, to have intimate fellowship with Christ. This was his ruling passion. If that is not central, then duty becomes a drudge, a chore. But when Jesus Christ is central in the life, duty is a delight. That was a key phrase that I highlighted in reading Joseph Carroll's How to Worship Jesus Christ. That's helpful for me. I need to hear that over and over again. So I hope that you've been benefited in your Christian walk by maybe some Christian books, some authors, some blog posts, some things that you've read and highlighted and kind of have stuck in your head for, for a long time. This is a way to benefit from the body of Christ. Maybe one of these three books can serve to help you as well. J.C. Rowell's Holiness, Jerry Bridges' The Discipline of Grace, or Joseph Carroll's How to Worship Jesus Christ. So as you seek to give your life away to the Lord by being holy, I'd encourage you to learn from others. Learn from pastors, learn from fellow Christians, learn from authors. Learn from these people who are husbands, fathers, wives, parents, children, missionaries, pastors, friends, fellow Christians. Learn from these people who have followed Christ and have something to teach us about our following of Christ. So I hope that you're benefited by Christian books. If you have any questions, contact a pastor, contact an elder, listen to who they recommend and what authors they recommend that can help you grow into the image of Jesus Christ. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.